from the Bob Marley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello everyone and welcome to The Diz Unplugged email edition for the week of August 9th, 2011. I'm John Magi and I'll be your host this week. I am joined in the studio by Kevin Close, Corey Martin, Julie Martin, Kathy Rowling, Teresa Eccles, and Max the Intern. Pete and Walter are on a on a Disney Cruise Line Alaska vacation this week. Hopefully they are having a good time. So we are going to jump right in and we're going to uh, read some of your emails and hopefully provide some answers for you. Who would like to go first? I have one. Mm-hmm. Really? I do. Who else would like to go? Somebody gave her a shot of adrenaline or something this morning. (laughs) Miss Teresa. All right. This comes from Megan LeBlanc. Loves to read on the boards. Hey, podcast team. I have a quick question about Downtown Disney's characters in Flight Ride. I'm taking my mom on her first trip to Disney World in April of 2012 and thought this might be a great way for her to see the world. But I'm concerned about getting stuck in the middle of the basket and not being able to see anything. Have you ever tried it? Or heard any reviews about it. On on a side note, I've had to stop listening to the podcast at work because I kept laughing out loud, which would be fine, except I work in a library and my boss just kept glaring at me. <laughs> Keep up the great work, Megan. Um, Walter and I actually did this when it first started, and there is no center of the basket. It's like a big donut, so you're all mm, evenly distributed donuts. around. I know, oh, donuts evenly distributed around the the ring. Doesn't that sound good right now? I'm not going to be able to focus on anything else she says <laughs> now about donuts. Yeah, it's right. Go ahead. And they keep you evenly distributed. Um, you can walk around to see the view from all sides, but everybody has to move. So not everybody's on one side or the other. Nobody's ever in the middle. Um, you Can't want yell, tip it, and I'll yeah, run tip, it, tip, it, tip, it, <laughs> tip it, tip it, tip it, tip it. But um, you're saying you, that would be a good way for her to see the world. You really don't no. see that much. You see um, Saratoga Springs. Yeah. <laughs> you got to remember that that location is actually all to one side of Disney property. So it's not like you're going to get this great bird's eye view of the Magic Kingdom. And I mean, on a clear day, you can see downtown Orlando far in the distance. You can see the top of... Um, Summit Plummet? Yeah. One of the water parks. Probably the Tree of Life. You can. I don't remember seeing the Tree of Life. Um, she wants so- to get a better view. I say go out to the Contemporary mm-hmm. and go out in the yeah. observation. That was a deck. great view. We, we went to uh, went to dinner at California Grill Saturday night. It's been a while since we've actually. I don't think I've ever been on that observation deck during the day. Oh, I have. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did you eat in the room to the right of the bar, or did you go to the left? We were kind of. If you if you're facing the windows, we were on the left. We were basically in between the kitchen and the bar. We were like right there. We had eaten in the what's usually the private dining room of the California Grill for the first time ever. And you had a view of um, Bay Lake. Bay Lake and that section. And there was a completely different view of Walt hmm. Disney World. Oh, it was like a way around? Yeah. We watched the fireworks at Epcot. You could see the ball and the fireworks. So That's I say, also cool. How does that what to do with the balloon? Oh. It's talking about getting a view. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> I think um, Expedition Everest, when you're going up, look quickly. You can see everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a it's something to miss, characters in flight. Yeah. It's... And Walter did a, a blog about it, too. So if you look through our blogs he's got pictures it's not that expensive 
Isn't it like what fifteen? It just yeah. doesn't excite no, me. Like, yeah. It's under thirty, I think. It's not a great view. It We've really passed isn't. it a lot. Never really tempted to do it. And if it's the winds even blowing, they they'll postpone it or stop it. And I mean, it's okay. People do it constantly. And I just want to stand there in front and go, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Save your money! Spend it on something else! Yeah, go buy food." <laughs> so, thank you, Megan, for that lovely email. Thank you, Teresa. Who wants to go next? Me. Mine is kind of a Disney PSA. Uh, it's from Jennifer May in Deltona, Florida. Uh, I've been a listener of your show for a few years now and live in Central Florida. I love the advice and tips brought up on the podcast. I've decided to write in about a recent incident that happened to my family at Typhoon Lagoon. On Tuesday, uh, July 19th this year, I met my family after work for an afternoon at the water park. We've been there a dozen times and it's our, it's our, our routine is always the same. We go to Crush and Gusher, we drop our bags and head for the Lazy River. About a, after about an hour or two of playing in the water, we headed back to our chairs to get a drink and dry off. Imagine our shock when we notice that our beach bag is gone. At first, confusion sets in as we think maybe we moved the bag from where we left it, or perhaps it was left in a different spot. No. Panic sets in as we take inventory of what we had left inside. Two iPhones, an iPod Touch, two flip phones, a camera, a wallet with $90 cash, and our car keys. Everything was gone. Other people around us tried to help, but they didn't know us or our belongings, so how would they notice that something would have was suspicious? We looked all over the park and finally found the bag itself in the men's locker room. All valuables gone. Security is called, but as we learned later, we were not the only victims that day. Other guests in our same section had also had their belongings taken. One person did find their keys in a bush, but someone had their prescription glasses and a lanyard with pens taken. We all filed reports with the Osceola County Sheriff, but to be honest, we all know everything is long gone. We do take 100% full responsibility for leaving our items unattended. And Disney does post signs, you know, warning that they are not responsible for lost or stolen items. Lockers are available, and we should have used them. But in our 20-plus years of theme park visits, we have never felt like that was something we had to do. I not only think we were living in the Disney bubble, but but the everybody is a nice, honest, decent human being bubble. Now we know everything can be replaced, hopefully through insurance claims, but it's the things we can't get back that hurt the most. The pictures and videos and memories that were on those cameras and phones cannot be replaced. I cannot tell you the violation that we feel. Those were our memories to cherish and keep, and the fact that someone feels that they had the right to take them and treat them like garbage makes us both sad and furious all at the same time. Disney was nice and accommodating as they could as they could be, but by the end of the day, they knew they couldn't really do anything other than sympathize. We had an hour wait for another family member to drive out with a spare key. So Disney had dinner brought in from one of their kitchens for us. Um, it was much appreciated because we had three teenagers with us. In closing, please reiterate for your listeners that there are some not-so-nice people in the world and that bad things can happen in the happiest place on earth. Be careful, be smart, and be aware of your surroundings. I just, you know, we had talked about this a couple weeks ago, and I thought it coming from someone who listens to the show, somebody who is a part of our community, mm-hmm. that it might really hit home for people and you know, maybe they would understand even more how important it is yeah. to not be so trusting. But how easily does that happen? You think, I'm at Disney or I'm by the pool. Yeah. Right. You're so vulnerable at the water parks because you are leaving your stuff at that uh, at your chair if you don't have a locker. I mean, I tell people, if, if you plan ahead... Bring some sort of lock. Lock your strap up to the chair. And even even if you don't have a lock last minute, just make it a little tougher for somebody to grab it and go. Yeah. I usually tie whatever strap I have and twist it in knots and knot it to the ta- knot it to the chair or something 
So it's not a grab and go. Just going to say, do you think it's more of a grab and go? I honestly it, yes. do. People don't go in your bag no, to look for something. I think they grab go. I think they, they go. They find a place where they can actually do it. And they go into it. a restroom somewhere, find what they want, throw it away in the garbage can. I can't, can't tell you I how many bags we found in a garbage can. I, when I go to the water parks, I take notice of the people who are around me. I was going to say also, if you're going to take some of that stuff with you, don't sit there with your bag and then take out your phone and do something and, and put, it, put it back in, in the yeah. bag. You know, I'm, I'll take some stuff with me, but only what I could like stand to lose. And if I need to have money, I leave it like in my pants pocket or something and I take it out not by my chair so that people don't think I'm one of the people that have good stuff in their bag. But I did have somebody steal a mug from me one time, and they obviously had to steal it because I had stuff around it. Hmm. But Disney was really good and replaced the mug. I mean, so keep keep on on you what you need. I mean, if you need money, you need your room key, you need all that stuff. Get a water wallet. If you don't want to pay for a water wallet, just get a Ziploc bag. That way, if it if it falls out of your pocket in the wave pool, it'll float and it's easier to uh, to identify. Than you know, five single dollar bills. What if you don't have pockets in your swimwear, Corey? Well, Do you most have- water wallets have like a string yeah. attached to it that way yeah, you can put it around your wrist. It's a lanyard type of thing, and it goes in. in oh, the okay, like a little plastic yeah. bottle or something. Kind or of thing. Can hold a credit card, room key, tickets, and even most cash. you know most men's shorts that have pockets. They're not very big. They w- they wouldn't be able to hold a water wallet. To be all a Ziploc bag if you fold it up, but not a water wallet. Can you imagine like wearing like a waterproof fanny pack around? I mean, you have like a gigantic fanny pack tan line. You don't really need your phone and all that stuff, so I would get a locker. Put first choice, get a locker. If you don't get a locker, at least tie your bag. Anything you want to keep on your person, make sure that you can keep on your person. For sure. You know what I learned about Universal, and I wonder if this is true of everywhere. Every night they do a locker sweep. And they go through all the locked lockers and take all the stuff out, so you can't. They leave do something. that at Disney. Do they? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Did they? Do that? You think they do that at the mm-hmm. water parks? That's the first time I'm hearing about it. So if you think oh, I'm going to leave something in a locker and keep it there for good for storage or something, it's not going to happen. Wow! Like overnight, you mean? What's that reality show? Like storage wars? <laughs> really locker wars. Locker wars. Disney locker wars. <laughs> hmm, that's kind of odd. I mean, I mean, think if you just forget about it. Yeah. That they're gonna well, they probably want to reset all the keys and make sure all lockers have their keys and then right. you know right. start off fresh the next day. And everything goes to guest services for Lost and Found. I did not know that. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Oh, paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> go, go ahead, ahead. Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Um, this comes from Wendy from New York. Um, maybe a question you cannot answer. <laughs> oh, good. We love those. <laughs> but can Port Orleans French Quarter fit a twin arrow bed in a room with two queen beds we are a family of four but have a teen son and a teen daughter who cannot sleep together thank you you know i'm looking at the, the cannot l- or will not maybe cannot i think cannot is probably <laughs> if we if we put them together one of them will die <laughs> it'd be like a cage match you know i'm looking at the um at the layout and you can fit is if it's a twin bed and not a queen or a full i think you can fit a twin um arrow bed but it's going to be blocking the doorway so, it'd be a blow it up and take it down kind of. Sounds thing. like there'd be some uh, rearranging going on. Like yeah, you you might you have, might have to table. move the table or something, but you, uh, it, it'll be a squeeze. But I think it'll fit there. You used to be able to do that when they had the full size beds, but now that they're going to queen size, it's probably going to be a little bit tighter. 
I mean, worst that. comes to worst, you may have to rearrange, push that uh, that table and chairs yeah, let's towards like the, the next to the bed, yeah. and they'll be sleeping next to that air conditioned unit. Roll up a couple I of think towels it, and I, put them in a tub. I think it's possible, for sure. You know, but <laughs> call it hurricane practice, <laughs> tornado <laughs> practice. Get in the tub. Yeah, it's not going to be a fire hazard because I think if you're flammable and have legs, it's not you're a, not a you're fire, not a fire hazard. hazard. What was that? Wait. <laughs> like if you're flammable and have legs, you're not a firehouse. Right. Because <laughs> you can all block the door. Scream and run out, I guess. That's a comedian. It's a, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm taking that from Mitch Hedberg. All right. I Thank you, Corey. Can't take credit for it. Let's go to Kathy since she was so ooh, eager ooh. to go. Okay. I have one. I posted, asked for questions on my Facebook page. And this is from Barbara Burgess Lefebvre. And this seems to be a really hot topic. I wish I could have had like a dollar for every time people seem to want to talk about this lately. There was a back and forth thread about picking up park tickets when you have a package book and added nights before the package begins. Folks seem to be getting varied answers from Disney. I head down in just a week and would love a definitive answer. Thanks. We had a big discussion among the agents about this the other day. And it seems to be that now Disney is not allowing you to do this. This is the information that we're getting. So as agents, and Barbara also happens to be my client, we warn our clients that it's something that can be done, but don't count on it happening. And now that we're hearing more and more stories that it can't be done, the best answer is is go in prepared that they're not going to be able to give you your tickets and if they can, but the thing that you want to do, the, the blurb that we provide to people, and this is from Dan, one of the agents, is while there is a way to separate tickets from a package, it's not a process that Disney's cast members are universally trained for. I give you this information with a cautionary note that you should not plan on being able to do this. If you would like to try, head to guest relations at one of the four theme parks. You cannot try this at the resort. They will definitely not know how to do this. Advise them that you'll be checking in at a Disney resort on whatever day and that you'd like to obtain your admission early. If they tell you it can't be done, you ask for a supervisor. Once again, this may not be able to help you, but please don't plan on this being definite, but it's always worth a shot. And I also contacted um, Cheshire Figment. He's one of the um, ticketing cast members on the board, and he has a really great sticky thread on the theme parks board. And he's saying that, you know, that there's a certain, you'd have to go to the thread, but there's a certain place on Disney's cast member hub that you can go in and tell the cast member to look at this particular place, and they should be able to do it. But I would say, and wouldn't you all agree, don't go expecting that you're going to be able to get your tickets before your package starts. The weird thing is, is that we're being specifically told now, no. Right. Where in the past you would get an agent who said maybe, an agent who said no, an right. agent who said yes. Now everybody, we're, and we're having everybody call and say, well, see if someone else gives you a different answer. Everyone's saying, no, you can't do it. So I don't know if they're just trying to get that message out there. I know or- this is frustrating for people. However, if you've been listening to our show for a while, you will know that this is not uncommon. If you call Dan at Disney with the same question and talk to five different people, you're very likely to get five different answers. Right. And and this time, you know, I said don't go planning your vacation around the fact that, you know, you need that ticket for the first day. 
in case it doesn't work. I would rather tell you that it can't be done and then it happens than say, oh, sure, just go ahead and do it. Because I know since they put in that new computer system that they seem to be having more of a problem with getting those tickets separated. So it's been since like the first of the year. So and I don't, I don't again, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's they don't want to. Right. You don't come across a cast member who says, oh, I don't want to go through that trouble. I think it's a physical thing that right. now in their systems they can't pull the tickets off of a package anymore. So your mileage may vary, but we've exactly. warned you. Exactly. Thank you, Kathy. Um, I'm going to read one. What a surprise. Mine's from Narissa Braley. And she says, for starters, I really hope my message gets to where it needs to go to get answered, exclamation point. Very done. <laughs> it's here. I've been listening to the podcast for quite some time, and I'm currently listening to old episodes, so forgive me if you've already answered this question. I'd love to become more active on the boards. At the moment, I'm what you might label as a creeper. <laughs> lurker. Uh, okay. Yes, we use the term lurker. I wouldn't say creeper. Creeper's cool. I just don't know how to go about joining quote-unquote groups. I've always had Disney-related questions that I would love to ask, but I find myself staring at the website thinking to myself, where do I start? Will I be shunned from a group if I jump in and start posting? Will I be welcomed? Long question. Sorry, I'll get to the point. Could you please explain to the others who aren't hip enough to find themselves with any with many Disboard's friends to learn the ropes, so to speak. A tutorial, perhaps. Thanks so much for everything you do. Sincerely, Narissa. Kevin was about to jump on that. Go right ahead, Kevin. I was just going to make a joke and tell you there's not been enough shunning around here lately. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that that sort of makes me sad. Yeah. Because I really do think the Diz is a great big community, and you really shouldn't feel afraid Wherever you decide to, to start, just jump in and do it. But I would say that the, the podcast board is probably, if you're afraid to post, we're very friendly over there. And, and start there, and there's loads of people that will Say what you. you just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone will welcome you and say hi, and then you won't feel as maybe uncomfortable just jumping into another thread. Start your own thread. I can relate, though. I remember um, signing up and getting my little name. And then not posting forever because I was scared to, what are you going to say? I don't know these people. They all seem to know them, know each other. And what if I say something and nobody makes a comment? Well, that happens all the time, but I'm okay with it now. In the beginning, it's kind of daunting. Well, I think the thing to realize is that we weren't all born to the same mother and father. We're not all brothers and sisters. We weren't all raised together. <laughs> we all started in that same position. Yeah. The We're not that, the Osmonds. Right. Like or those Duggins or whatever they are. <laughs> Duggers. The Duggers. The Duggers. Um, uh, everybody started out new. The fact that some of us have been a lot around a while, it just is the natural progression of things. And the other thing I always think is it's pretty anonymous. It's right. not like, you know, we're going to come to your house and, you know, Backhand you because you asked the wrong question. You don't question. have to put your name and your signature right. if you don't want to. There's nothing that you don't. No, <laughs> new mouse. <laughs> Teresa, thirteen, thirteen, Mockingbird Lane. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so there's nothing. You, it's it. It should be pretty innocuous. No one knows who you are. No one. You know you don't have a. You don't have a personality until you develop one on the boards, until you start to reveal information about yourself. That's how we get to know you. 
and I'm not, you know, I, nobody's allowed to post pictures of them flashing any parts of their body, but you still have to tell your, us something about you for us to get a chance to know you. So just dive in with both feet. At this point, you're an unknown entity. You might be the most fascinating person any of us have ever talked to. However, you also don't have to do that if you don't want to. If you just want to ask a question, get an answer, and go, mm-hmm. that's acceptable, too. Right. There are board guidelines that you have to follow, and there are things that if you're going to ask something on a board, someone might move it to another board where it might get more response. So don't take that personally that you've done something wrong. We're just trying to help you facilitate getting answers well, to your questions. Well, I think when you hear things like the cool kids and the hip kids and right. the, be the part of the hip group, it seems to me that there might be some longing to be part of that. I say, I'm not part of any kind of cool kids, so I don't know what you're talking about. You are definitely hip, though. And if you don't post within a week of the show airing, we're going to publish your email. So no pressure. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call you out. And directions to your house. <laughs> just, so please, come join us. Yeah, just jump in. Also, come join us for chat one night. Chat intimidates a lot of people. But they can sit back and watch. Chat yeah, is, fun. it moves very, very quickly. It, it's sort of... Short attention span theater. It's like it, reading. I can't it's like reading chat. credits it, it, from a, it know, is. From a movie. I, it's, yeah, it's one of those things that I always tell people: if you want to jump in, pick a certain color and only read those th- those posts. <laughs> yeah, participate in a certain conversation, right? Rather than trying to participate in all of them, we have there's chats pretty much every night with different subjects. But the Diz Unplugged podcast chat is Wednesday night. Wednesday nights, so. Either do that or come and post on the the Diz Unplugged board. How many? About on average, how many people have been jumping in there on a Wednesday? It really twenty twenty five. It ever flows. I mean, like we um, when like you get to the the height of summer and people are away, it tends to drop. Summer off. tends to be pretty slow. The boards are pretty slow right now. Mm-hmm. Or at least the Diz Unplugged board slow. is. Yeah. I mean, compared to other times of the year, I think it's just because people are out and about and stuff like that, and you know, kids are home, so parents have other. Responsibility. Yeah, it's hard to chat when they're reading over your shoulder. And I think people are on vacation and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But uh, chat is a tough first. Yeah, that's it's, really it's tough. In. And it's uh, I'm there pretty much every week, and it's the kind of thing that I don't follow everything. But that that's a tough one. All right. Very good. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Kevin. I have to put my glasses on, like the man who did my review. <laughs> I apologize. Like the man apologize. who did what? The, who, the who McDonald's review. Mimicked my review. He said, I have to put my glasses on. Oh, oh I do. <laughs> uh, this is from Allison Hinkle in Birmingham, Alabama. I've always dreamed of going to Greece. So when I heard about the new Disney cruise to Greece, I was very excited. Disney my, cruise? J- let me finish the email. My question is... Would you suggest this type of trip for someone who is single? I'm a single mom, and as hard as it would be for me to save for this trip, it would be a dream come true for me. I just don't think I could talk anyone I I know into spending that kind of money on a cruise. It seems like a safer option for someone traveling alone. Is this the case? Also, are there any additional costs for someone traveling as a single? How... 
Single friendly is the ship and the ABD add-ons. I would not be looking for nightlife or anything like that at all. I just wouldn't want to be left out or excluded from things. That might get a little depressing. Then again, I don't think it is possible to be depressed in Greece. If I am remembering correctly, several of you have gone on a cruise or ABD trip solo. What are some things you think singles should know? Thank you so much for everything that you all do. You have provided me with many hours of entertainment while I'm at work. Allison. Allison is Cake Girl 130. Allison, I don't think there's a Disney cruise to Greece. Adventures by Disney is going to be running a trip to Greece uh, next year. Actually, they're going to be running several. On the mid cruise, is there a stop? Mm-mm. No. no. But I thought we would answer both of your questions about going on trips single and mention both Disney Cruise Line and Adventures by Disney. Uh, we have several people who have traveled on adventures by Disney single. Uh, some people look for a roommate to share expenses with. There's definitely, a, it's more expensive for a single person to go. Prices are always based on double occupancy on the cruise line and on adventures by Disney. If you're traveling single, you have to pay what they call the single supplement on Disney cruise line. The single supplement is about 175% of the regular per person cost. So if it's $6,000 for your cruise, the single supplement's going to be... You didn't tell us there's going to be math involved. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. (laughs) More. More. Where's my calculator? (laughs) You pay about 75% more as a single. That's why a lot of times you'll see people... Uh, post on the boards looking for a roommate to share a cruise with or an adventure with. We had two with. singles. Mm-hmm. I book a, all the adventures by Disney through Dreams Unlimited Travel. And I've booked several people in a roommate situation. I've done that for the cruise line also, where people are sharing a room and they pay from different sources. And it works out just fine most of the time. Uh, you have to have one friend. That I'm, doesn't snore. I'm no, I'm thinking like someone who. I, I mean, could you come did, up with somebody right now Corey, to drop four thousand dollars on a trip? Yes, I could. Hmm. One person in particular, I think, would go with me. There are just Corey people out go. there who do, they have they have spouses or significant others who don't get the Disney thing, or they just can't find someone to go with them. We understand yeah. completely. Uh, I did that uh, one travel agent trip back in January on the dream and I was in the room by myself because the lady that should have been in the room with me had booked her own room and then went and stayed with her family I personally liked having a room (laughs) all to myself if you can afford it if you can afford it because then you don't have to to worry about if the person you're going with is compatible yeah especially you don't know them yeah and now on the the ships the beds don't separate so then you (laughs) don't you don't have to worry about who gets the queen bed and who gets the sofa that's on the dream and the fantasy now. so or building a wall in the middle of the queen size bed yeah i mean it just it's all the attitude that you have when you go on it I thought it was great being able to go. I mean, I would have liked to have gone with somebody, but it, you're on a Disney cruise or you're on an ABD trip. And especially when you're on the ABD trip, everybody could be singles and you end up bonding with everybody. Right, you're so. going with, a, with ABD, you're going with a group of people. So it's not so much about going with people who are couples. Everybody connects. Everybody gets together. Right. Disney Cruise Line is extremely single friendly. First of all, there is actually a singles meet one night or one afternoon on the cruise 
that you can go to. But it's not, I don't know, it, I guess it depends on you personally. How do yeah. you feel comfortable being the single person there? But you can easily strike up conversations with people at dinner. I know. See, that pool. kind of stuff I wouldn't do. I wouldn't go to a, a singles event. But I would talk to you if I saw you out in the dining room or by the pool. Well, it's not a singles event like you're going to go and it's a Sadie Hawkins dance. No, <laughs> no. Okay, now you have to dating. take this person back to your room. Yeah. No, I just, I mean. <laughs> you and you, you're a couple. <laughs> you know, like you just, just walking into the room and like identifying myself as a single, I, I don't like that. Mm. But I would talk to you in line or wherever. Right. If that's what you're comfortable doing, that's great. Adventures by Disney is very, very, very single friendly. Yep. Because they've said, as we travel as a group, we have several single people who travel with us when we go. And what happens is you have the opportunity then if you want to hang out with other people you have that choice if you mm-hmm. want to wander off on your own you have that choice you get to design your own vacation in that mm-hmm. way and if you're uncomfortable eating alone well you're already forced with 28 other people to sit down and have dinner exactly together. does it sound like John you have to have a time? conversation yeah. <laughs> you're forced yeah. to sit with those people now it's um, if they're not making you share a fork they're not <laughs> <laughs> I think Disney in general is very single friendly. I don't think it's anything people should worry about. I also think there's opportunities for you to meet people. Yeah, it's not like they make you wear a button that says, I'm by myself. Right. However, I just want you to know that if you're thinking of going to Greece next year, I think the only way you're going to be able to do that is with Adventures by Disney. I don't think there's a cruise mm-hmm. option for that next year. Unless she went non-Disney. Right. So. Unless I'll- you know the Anassis family. Mm-hmm. I'll go next because mine has to do with Disney Cruise Line. All right. Um, This comes from Christine from Pennsylvania. My family and I are Walt Disney World veterans, but we'll be taking our first Disney Cruise Line trip on the Dream next month. We've cruised before on other lines. What one thing can you recommend to a Walt Disney World veteran to not miss on their first Disney cruise? Um, For me, it really doesn't depend. It it really doesn't matter what ship you on, but I wouldn't miss the the sail away party. Mm I think that is the, the one thing that really gets your cruise started, um, and that happens on all the ships, no matter which one. And also uh, Pirate's Night, where they shoot fireworks. That's not something that you'll, you'll experience on any other cruise line you've been on. Um, so I think those two things, for me, are do-not-misses. I would say the sail-away party on the classic ships, because I don't like the, the sail-away party on the new one. It's more like a, a Disney commercial. It doesn't give you that same feeling where they, like, pump you up. Um, But I agree with your other choices for not to miss. But really, once you're on the ship, it's just sort of like one cool thing after the other. Just go with it. I actually prefer to miss the sailaway party. I like to be somewhere out on deck when the ship pulls out. Or you can watch it on one of the decks and then just turn around. But yeah, it is you can fun. Watch it on the TV in your room. It is <laughs> fun to look it. over, look over the deck, and that's how the hermit does it. That's right. Oh look, they're having a party up on deck. Order more room service. <laughs> I also would. I'd make sure you at least see one of the shows if you're Walt again World available better. on TV. <laughs> So John says, stay in your room. Stay in your room. Watch everything on TV. And order room service. Exactly. The, the perfect cruise. You've just described the perfect cruise for me. I also think it's fun to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, the new ships, and especially if you've been on the old ship and now seeing the difference between the, the dream and the old ships, 
it's just so cool to yeah. go and check out all those differences and all the cool that detective stuff. agency thing too that you can sign up for that you go around and you're sort of like taking a tour of the ship but you're having fun at the same time oh. I think the spa I'm sorry a spa on a ship is just wonderful mm-hmm. being able to just watch, look out and watch the water go by while you're getting your foot massage or whatever or whatever massaged. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's <laughs> not what you meant. It's not that kind of massage. Thank you, Corey. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Okay, this is from Kathy Carter. Have any of the podcast team checked out the new Outpost Bead for Life in Epcot? If so, are the beads really neat? They sound neat. Can you purchase them outside? <laughs> Don't worry. Teresa, you're right. <laughs> Can you purchase them outside of Disney, but still made of Disney recycled maps? Have you guys seen these? No. no. There's That's like why a, we're all looking at you like this. There's a little booth up. We thought near, you were making this up. No, 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 no. Because I had to go over and check it out because I was reading about it on the Diz. That they send all the unused park maps over to, I forget what country, but it's in Africa. To <laughs> these women who, you know can't get a job or they they do this like at home and they they make the beads out of the, the recycled park maps they ball them up in little balls and <laughs> yeah they, they've got you know like do you do that at home well you see you could have a job if you <laughs> okay. lived over in africa but they make all you know like round <laughs> beads they had like the bugle beads they have all kind of different shapes and i went zooming over there to see these because i would have bought them in a heartbeat if they looked like they were recycled park maps. But do they? No, because they paint them different colors. Oh. oh. So unless you knew that they were made with recycled park maps, there's a big like display board on the side that they tell you the whole story of okay. how these help people in, you know, countries that the women And where can't. is this located again? Up by you know where there's like the little gift area up in Africa? Mm-hmm. In Are you Africa? talking about the outpost? Yeah. Up by the outpost. And there's just a whole big thing of beads. And if you didn't bother to read the thing on the side, yeah, you'd never be. know that they were made. Are they from... loose beads or are they on a card? No, they're made in like charm bracelets mm-hmm. and necklaces. And they come in all kind of different colors. But again, if you didn't know, they were recycled park maps. Did you recognize? So they're, just, they're, they're paper beads then. Yeah. Are they heavy? I mean. No, not really. This is like the elephant poo-poo paper I got for Christmas from my sister. She... Your sister loves you. <laughs> <laughs> she gave everybody this paper made out of recycled Made out of elephant poo poo, and it, they t- turned it into paper. Like and it's in Africa, poo-poo. they sent it to Africa and got African. Do they have envelopes that you have to lick to seal? <laughs> <laughs> no, mine was like a little book. That'd but. be a good practical joke. They send the ele- elephant poop to Africa. <laughs> no, they take the elephant poo poo from Africa. Poo poo. <laughs> Yeah, apparently, when it becomes like paper, when, so- when it's going to be paper, it's poo poo. Yeah. <laughs> so they somehow cleanse it. I don't know how they cleanse the poo poo. They <laughs> if they're not going to use it for paper, is I it need just this poop? job. No, I don't know. They cleanse it, and then it's just this real pretty paper. I'll bring it. Is it brown? No, it's like natural color, and it's got all these fibers. It's got fibers <laughs> in it. Whatever the elephant ate oh, is like. <laughs> I would love to see that on a resume. Interesting. <laughs> Poop cleanser. I'll send Ferris and Finley's over to your house if you'd like to try to make your own. Anyway, no, that's okay. <laughs> or you could just it's ball up your same. old park maps. Oh, oh, Lord. There's corn so- in my paper. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
someone had asparagus. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so these beads sound cool. Are they expensive? <laughs> <laughs> Way to turn it around, Teresa. Turn it right, right back around, aren't no, you, Teresa? Price-wise, no, they're, they're not. I mean, it, it would make a nice souvenir for somebody. And, I mean, it's nice to think that Disney, you know, Disney's making money off the beads, but Disney found a way to take something that they probably would have thrown out and helped provide an income for some, you know, underprivileged. So I think they that's send wonderful. the recycled maps to Africa? Well, they send mm-hmm. the map to Africa, and when it gets there, it gets turned into the speed. Yeah. And then Kathy's friends make it into a <laughs> jewelry. Does it, does it say how they make it? Are they, like, chewing it and making it <laughs> soft? People do that. People do that? You said? Yeah. Tutorial. The poop, I've seen that. The poo-poo cleansers need to have something to do to keep themselves busy. Do they, do you they, they chew the maps and turn them into beads? <laughs> They're not wasps. <laughs> ABC beads. We'll have to go visit this, <laughs> Teresa. But I think it's just they tear the, the strips yeah. and do things. Oh, it was like paper mache. They probably have some sort of a tool that they use to roll the paper to make okay. it into well, a bead, I would imagine. fascinating, I <laughs> <laughs> And apparently it's very sad. I think when you get there, you should tell them about the poo poo. <laughs> yes, it wasn't poo poo. It was poo poo. It's poo poo. Like it's French or something. Do you have any bees made out of elephant poo poo? Do you have paper? elephant poo poo paper? <laughs> we all got some paper. I will. We all, uh, all of us, Grace and Stella and I, all got it for Christmas from my Happy morning, sure Do you girls, like your sister? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sure your girls were like, huh? Like it was, oh, it's so textured. <laughs> and it was. It was. Anyway, whatever. Cool. Huh. Okay. Wow. Thanks for that. The Kathy. things you learned. <laughs> Have you ever heard of regifting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, anybody else have another one they want to read? I did, uh, did you guys have you read any Ben emails? I have not. Okay. Go right ahead. No, I didn't know if like on a previous show, if, like last week. No. Okay. We don't do email shows if you're not here, Julie. Oh. Who's going to collect some of Really? No one wants to do what you do. I don't even want to do what I do because people are hassling me about these pins <laughs> that I don't have. Okay. Should, should we make a little public service announcement? I have, and I'm yeah. still getting the emails. Yes, yeah, so we're waiting for new pins to come in. So. Mm-hmm. It's all John's fault. Are they my coming pins will from come. Africa? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the pins are coming there from are Africa. There are women who chew up the metal. They're poo-poo pins. <laughs> They're made out of poo-poo. Okay. Well, this email comes from Deb in Massachusetts. I had to write and thank you for having been on your show. The timing was perfect. I, too, have a son with Asperger's, and I'm taking him to Disney World for the first time in October. Jeff is 27 years old and loves your podcast. Listening to Ben made me smile. It was like listening to Jeff. I came away with many pointers I had not thought of before. I live in the New England area and tried to get Jeff to go to the car, Cars 2 meet in Fitchburg. But as Ben said, the fear of the unknown sometimes is just too great to overcome. But if any of you think you might be in the parks when we are down there, I know Jeff would like to meet you. I will leave you with this little piece. When Jeff was a young teenager, he once said to me, I wish my disability was more obvious because then maybe people would be more understanding and less judgmental. It broke my heart. I can just hear Pete, John, and Kevin go off on that one. Thanks for all you do, and a special thank you to Ben and his mom. We've walked in the same shoes. Thought that was very nice. We received a lot yeah. of emails. We did. Um, I just, space. you know, because he's coming for the first time, and he's 27. Awesome. I don't think we've ever done anything that received this kind of positive response. Right. I mean, uh, someone even said it was the best show we've ever done. Mm-hmm. 
You know, uh, Ben was talking about the surprise at Imagineering. Now I get it. Yeah, we understand why he was. Yeah. We could definitely see that for sure. Um, scared me. Yeah, and I think that a lot of the emails we got were about about people from people who have someone with Asperger's in their lives, mm-hmm. and now the light's gone off. Mm-hmm. He was able to describe it in such a way that people now understand mm-hmm. how well, someone else is feeling and thinking. It's I amazing. also think it was a very learning experience for people who don't deal with right. this in any right. way, oh, shape, or form. Yes, it was. It was surprising that I think it was surprising to people that just had never put any thought into it and luckily have never had to put any thought into it. I'm not, this is not about denigrating anyone. This is about the fact that this was a real eye opener to someone who didn't, has never had to even think about it. I think when you don't have something like that in your life, you don't go out of your way to learn about it. Mm -hmm. So having it put in context of Disney, that's something that people like and want to learn about. I think it's a great way to get that exposure. That was great. Excellent. All right, who has another email they want to read? Come on, Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> I have one I pulled off Kathy's Facebook wall. Kathy, this her first name's Debbie. How do you pronounce her last name? You're on your own for this one. <laughs> it's P-U-P-O. I want to say poo-poo. <laughs> How about poo-po? Poo-po. Poo-po. Debbie poo-po. Sounds good. Where did she get an accent? All of a sudden, she's Madonna. <laughs> I've heard you talk to your children. Oh, my Lord, help me. Okay. (laughs) Going on the Disney Dream in October with a very shy four-year-old. Any tips if she decides she doesn't like the Oceaneers Club? Well, Debbie, Stella is the shyest of the shy. Mm. And I would recommend to stay in there with her for a little bit. and Sneak out when she's not looking. (laughs) True. I did that, too. (laughs) But there's so much to do. I, I can't imagine a child not wanting to be in there. And you're welcome to stay with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw many parents in there with their younger kids playing in the little, you know, climbing area on the computers. Maybe this will be her, her coming out party. Yeah. You know? She'll come out of her little shy shell. We hear this over and over again. My kids didn't want to do it. They didn't want to go in the first day. And the last day we took them out kicking and screaming. They didn't want yeah. to leave. It's something happens. They get this amazing, amazing experience, and a lot of kids. Maybe on the first day, you know, stay with her, kind of observe what she does, make her feel comfortable, and by the next day, who knows? She might be like, "See you later, mom." Exactly. I don't want you to be here. Yeah, really, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I Stella, like I said, is shy, shy as they come, and she was ready to. to she actually turned around and said to me, "You, you can go. You don't have to stay with me." <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there for them to entertain themselves with. And, oh yeah. And if they don't. There's a lot of group stuff. That yeah, they, even they if they do don't too. interact with other kids while they're in there. Um, I have a really, I have a question that needs to be answered. Go ahead, Julie. <laughs> well, because you Julie, know, if you don't have any things, though. You're not getting anything <laughs> for this, you know. No, no, no. I mean, you guys might not even be able to answer, but Take down your you name. know, for Ferris, when he can go to the kids' club, you know, I mean, his speech is okay, but he does a lot more signing. And I wonder if there's anyone equipped in these these clubs because I'm sure there are children mm-hmm. who actually have. You know, hearing, sure. a hearing issue. Oh, you know, there needs there to be is. someone who actually knows prior and uses sign prior language. Prior to going on your cruise, you make sure you tell them he needs someone who would who, have who sign understands. Language. And I would bet ninety nine point nine percent that counselors uh, in the kids programs know sign language. I hope so. I would at least someone, is, one person on duty, someone. Yeah. Right. This is something you would need to let them know. This isn't something you could walk in oh, no, on the day of the cruise yeah. and say, "Oh, by the way, yeah. right here you go." I can't imagine. An, 
like just Finley, about any. I mean, Finley would be able to help, you know, but I would want them to be able to. But when you register online, there's a special request thing yeah. where you yeah. where you add all that stuff. So they, I can't they know imagine anything coming up that they couldn't nope. figure special out. needs, all that stuff. Please understand the way I'm saying this. Oh, yeah. That Ferris is not special in that regard. Right. I'm sure no, that there's yeah. been other children. Oh, yeah. I understand that he's special. That's not what I meant. You know, but, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Okay. Every kid is special. Right. I mean, but he's not special in that regard. In that he's, the first the kid ever he's not too. the first one that yeah. has to do this. So I'm sure that you That's know, this why, is something. Well, I'm sure there's somebody out there with. who knows. So post on the boards or yeah, Facebook me, email me something. All right, and I have to tell you this that Teresa, hot off the presses, has sent me her link to www.poopoopaper.com. <laughs> That must have been a hot URL to get. <laughs> it's a tiny URL. I didn't know you could it get was it. steaming. <laughs> now, see, it's not just elephant poop. No, I didn't know that until I saw it. You that. get recycled cow poo paper, horse poo, and my favorite, panda poo. <laughs> now, do you know they like you can go to Staples and just buy wood paper? <laughs> this is the green trend going. So. It's not green. If it's Eventually, green, there are going to be people. People color. are going to be making it in their backyard with their own poo poo. Really? If it's green, you got a problem. You got to see a doctor. <laughs> you can get photo albums. You can get jungle safari paper. Oh, and look at this! You can get a happy piece of poo. What? I don't know. I'm going to open that up and look at it. If I ever go to the bathroom in someone's house and they hand me a Ziploc bag, <laughs> they're that's, out there screaming. That's your the poo. end of our friendship. I'm saving this. <laughs> Journal, happy face yellow, elephant poo poo paper. Oh, let me see that. I think that might be what I have. And there's a yes, smile- yes, that's what she gave us. She gave a us all these. Face on it. Yep. Oh. You weren't home. What do you do with that? Is that, a, is that a posted note? It's a posted <laughs> note. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we got. You're proud that's of that, aren't you, Mr. Martin? Oh, yeah, I'm going to crack myself Holy up. Holy crap. She paid $24.99. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be the religious poo poo paper. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh man, <laughs> I would not That's have paid that for paper. that. Put the poop paper. I'm picking these little pads up all over the house, oh, and I would not keep, have. We can go on and on, can't we? Okay. okay. All right. We have time for one more email. Who's got another email they want to read? It's hard following Teresa and her poop paper. It really is. I'm getting back on track. Sorry. Hard this is regular from Chris again. in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening. It's hard getting regular again. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> that was her rim shot. <laughs> my rim shot. The sparkly one. Okay, go. I can't done. do anything. It's, it's so hot in here. Ooh. Now she's having hot flashes. I am. Ooh. Oh my. Let's take a menopause. <laughs> what is going on? Lord, let's wrap this up. This is going to be a quick show this week. This is this is not going to be a quick email. This is from Chris in Fort Wayne, Indiana. She had thought it would make a show idea, but we're going to use it as an email. Uh, posting on Kathy's face- Facebook wall today made me think of a segment filler for you if you ever get low on ideas. <laughs> Any time. Have you heard the poo-poo paper discussion? We're pretty much at rock bottom. Yeah. Let's talk about the Diz Toy Box. 
Talk about the Keurig, the Kindle, the Donner bag, Pete's new luggage in depth. Accessories you have and why you like them. Since this is the Diz Podcast, I'm a happy camper with my Keurig, my Donner bag, my Hydro Flask, and I'm waiting for Christmas for my Kindle. Thanks for all you do. All right, so I have a suggestion for this. We've talked about our iPads and our iPods and all of that stuff that we yes, love. Yes, all of your eye stuff. Let's, let's talk about something that you haven't mentioned yet. And I'll go first so you guys have time to think about it. I have purchased something that is like the best thing ever. It's an automatic floor cleaner. But it's not the iRobot. It's not the robot cleaner. It's called the Mint. And it's made specifically for hard surfaces. It's made for linoleum floors and hardwood floors. And you use like Swiffer pads on it. And it's a little robot. It's a square. It's about the size of... Kevin's airbook computer and it sets you set up a little square it's about nine inches square yeah, and you set up a little square in the in the room and supposedly this uses GPS tracking within the room and I've seen it it goes up to the counter and as it approaches the counter it slows down and then it sort of turns and it'll do along the edges of your counter it'll make a, a 180 degree turn and come back and do a straight line back I think it's great. What if it, it turns into an evil transformer and kills you? And you're yeah, yeah really. That's it, what I was thinking. It could turn into really Schwarzenegger. <laughs> really so small. it uses GPS in your house? It supposedly, yeah, I it's don't really know. Cool. It maps your room. Right. It supposedly sends a signal up in your house and bounces yeah. up the signal and maps Sendles your room. that signal up. This is just creepy. He gave us a little demo. I have to tell you, when he first got it, it... It has. You can do dry, like if you just wanted to dust, if you had dust bunnies or something. Okay, what if you're standing there? Does it go around you? It, no, no, it can hit your foot. Well, if you if you walk in and out and you're mobile, it can't adjust that quick. I'd be moving furniture around to, just to see trick it. it. Yeah, just to see if it would. I'm a, I'm fascinated with. It. I'm I, I'm in love with it. First of all, I think it does a great job, but it's also small, so you can put it away. Is it pricey? It was two hundred bucks at uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. Get one of them twenty percent off coupons, and I them see in the mail all the time. Right, all the time you get them. I have to tell you, you know the Swiffer wet wipes. Yeah, that you he puts one underneath this thing, and it does our entire floor, and he does it pretty much every day. I'm a little obsessed. And really, our, Hazel? Good lord! Damn. Well, it's not like you have to stand there and you know watch it. You set it but off. You do, you don't you? No, you don't. We set off and let it go, and then. When it's done, it's really cool because it parks itself back in the same spot where it started. Oh, this is like... It's the Jetsons. It's the Jetsons. You have no, a little it's that, it's that freaky little floor cleaner that came out in the glass-bottom boat in that guy's house. It came out of the little kitchen door and cleaned the kitchen up every time she dropped something on the floor. Does it do that? Does it, like, anticipate I have dirt? no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> John's never movie. seen the. The only person at this table who's seen the glass bottom boat is me. Yeah, I, have, I had oh no God. idea what you were talking oh, about. Really? It's a movie. Is that what we're talking? It's a Doris Day movie. Yeah. I just want to say I think it's one of the coolest new inventions out there. And if you, I hate to wash the floors, but I want clean floors. So that's my. Our dogs would go crazy. Yeah, what's it do to your dogs? What's it do to the dogs? For the first three minutes we did it, they stood there and barked at it. Then it got too close to them, and they both went and laid down. And you can set this up to do sections of your house. Right. I mean, we do it in the dining room, and then John will move the little GPS tower. And the tower. <laughs> oh, is, wait, wait, it comes the little tower? <laughs> it's about. 
Did you ever say one of those great big square batteries? Yeah. It's about that size. And you wherever you set it, it, it sort of transmits to that. You put it in the center of the room, and it supposedly maps out your room. And it looks like it does it to me. I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's a little person in there driving and he knows where things are. As a matter of fact... It's like Push it. at the Magic Kingdom, the trash yeah, can. Yeah, he does it so often. As a matter of fact, I was doing something in our dining room today and I didn't see it. And I th- It was under the table and it scared the daylights <laughs> out of me. I thought there was an animal in the house. It, it, it's it, a raccoon! I, I couldn't see it. All I could do was hear it and it makes this sort of little go... It's low enough so it'll go under the bed. Now, it doesn't do rugs so it's not a vacuum. It's a hard wood. It's a hard surface cleaner. And all you have to do is pull off that Swiffer wet wipe thing and put on a new one. I'm intrigued. And for hardwood floors, it has a pad, a soft pad, and all you do is moisten it. You don't put any cleaner on your hardwood floors. Do you have to sweep first, or it does it all? You could put a you put a Swiffer dry pad <clears throat> on, and that does the sweeping. But I mean, it's not going to pick up like chunks, right? Well, how about fur balls floating around? It'll just. Have It'll you ever Swiffered? Yeah. And it sort of yeah. attracts it to it. That's yeah. what it does. It's amazing. Interesting. I love that commercial. The dirt, the lady that's dressed oh, up with yeah. her little dirt nice. handbag. Yeah, that's clever. And the little guy hanging out by the... That's just... That's cute. All right. So I wanted to share mine. Anybody want to go next? Anybody have a... I'll just say that the Diz is personally responsible for me spending lots and lots of money because, you know, when you, you like the Keurig for one, I'm not like, you know, I have a perfectly good coffee pot and I heard everybody talking about it. And then finally one day we're at the store and I'm like, I have to have one. And they haven't steered me wrong yet. Pretty much everything that everybody's recommended, like iPhones and iPads, um, Apple TV is something I'd like to get, but don't have yet because I don't have a like a real TV. But <laughs> maybe you should have purchased that before you put the Keurig. <laughs> TV Keurig. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, she I doesn't have, have a real TV. What does I, that mean? What, yeah, what does it mean? I, I have you know like the TV old... in a big square box acting stuff out. The... Now my you've seen the antennas on top. Puppets. <laughs> now my TV is probably like ten years old. So that when we were up in Massachusetts and we stayed at this one hotel. I got to see what high def looks like. That's the first time I'd ever seen it. I go in Max's room. He's got the only high def TV in the house. We have a giant 1995 Mitsubishi 2000-ton TV in our living room. It, but it's working. You know, as long as it That's keeps hard working. to get rid of yeah, the TV. It's hard that to get rid of TVs. It's tough. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's the color's going a little bit. Max will tell you, but he didn't have a mic. But you know, it works. So of all the things you bought that was recommended by the Diz, what's your favorite? Probably the Keurig. Hmm. Plus, I've met and made a whole lot of new friends just by every Sunday on Facebook. I post and ask what everybody's favorite flavor is. And the it's a thing, popular post. And, and the thing that, that I like about the Diz is pretty much nobody has steered me wrong on any of the things that they've suggested, which is better than going out on the Internet and getting recommendations or the iPhone. I really thought my Blackberry was the end all to, you know, to phones until I got an iPhone and it's like I was crazy. I like the fact that it's kind of a clearinghouse. I like the fa- I like finding good products. 
I think the Hydro Flask is a good product. Oh, yeah. Love the Hydro Flask. I don't, uh, people ask me all the time, do you work for them? I don't. I think it's a good product, and I like to talk about and share the idea that this is a good product. And there were enough, a lot of Hydro Flasks on our mm-hmm. ABD. And if enough people talk about a product, you have to think it's going to be good. Right. Mm-hmm. Corey, I know you have one. Oh, mine's not a you – know, it's, it's an accessory to an existing toy, my, my camera, my Canon 7D. I, uh, I bought an addition to it. It's called the Zacuto Z Finder. Now, the, uh, the Canon 7D is uh, known for taking high definition. 7D as in David or 7D? Se- 7D. It's the, it's the model. Okay. Yeah, D as in David. They're known for taking great high definition video, but they're really not set up to, to take video because it's kind of awkward holding it. Well, the Zacuto Z Finder is an attachment you place on the back of the camera where you can place your eye up to it and it, it views into the z find into the the viewfinder now it's not cheap i think it was like 300 dollars or something but it makes shooting video Jeez. a lot easier you know thank god i am not a gadgety person because i cannot think of anything right now besides okay what do i like i like jewelry i like purses you um, walk around with this on your eye and you take pictures like that well it's <laughs> It's meant for it's meant for video, but you can take you can take photos because when you when you shoot video on the on an H on a um, SLR camera, you have to look through the the finder on the back, and it's kind of awkward. So this makes it a lot easier. It looks like an attachment that the Borg would have on there. No, it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's really you hold this up to your eye. Well, you put your eye on there. You know how that. Teresa, I'm passing around a photo of it on the iPhone so people can <laughs> visualize. And do you think that you've taken better pictures with it? No, it's for video. video. Oh, for video. And I can, I can take photos video fine with it, the camera, it is really good, but cool it's for it. it's for video. It's to help take video. I've always wondered about that. Why on cameras is the viewfinder always what, before they had the screens? Why was it always up top? It was always off center from the from the actual lens. Like if you look through the the view screen, see how it's up top over the lens rather than being behind the lens. But when you get to like the more expensive cameras, even though it's like off center, the internal workings makes oh. it so that it's You're actually looking yeah. through the lens. And let me some tell of the you, wh- cheaper cameras you don't get that. Let me tell you why it's important to buy an expensive camera. I had an issue this uh, this trip. We were leaving the the Renaissance Hotel, and I had to go in my camera bag to pull out something. I was checking out credit card. Yeah. So I thought I had zipped my bag. I flung my bag on my back, and my camera flew and bounced three times oh, on, the, on, the, on the hard floor. Did you cuss? Did you pass out? What um, happened? He crouched down next to the desk and put his head in his hands, and he was like, Because oh I was God. scared to pick it up. I'm like, okay, oh what is going to be broken? Luckily, um, parts I, flew off. I on, yeah. Luckily, I only broke my, um, my UV filter on it, and my camera had uh the lens had a few loose screws in it but my camera is fine even after bouncing three times so yeah i think that floor is like marble or something yeah that's a hard floor floor. if it was a cheap camera i think it'd be the end of it and this was our second day into the trip like what am i going to shoot with oh trip to the camera store yeah (laughs) like he needs more of those um (laughs) what about an accessory julie to like it doesn't have to be technology I mean, I, I would just thought um, I like fossil watches. They're not terribly expensive, like some watches can be, and they're good quality. Um, I just bought my most recent one; it's gold. I got it at the fossil store at the Highland Center, and um, 
I, I like them. I, I'd find I don't want to go pay you know two, three, four, five hundred dollars for a watch. They get used and abused by me, especially with kids and stuff. So um, that's why really the only thing I could think of. Nice. I'm not gadgety. It's all right. Mine's not a gadget. Yeah, I don't think it has to be a gadget. I think it's like she said, accessory or something cool that you have. I just got a new um, computer. I was having trouble. I got that's a gadget. Yeah, really. All right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> just dial it down a little. I got the eyes. I got the uh, side eyes. Side eyes. <laughs> I had a MacBook, and I got the MacBook before they went to this sort of new Retina display, and I realized that when I was out in California my MacBook, I was having a great deal of difficulty reading it, even with my glasses on. It's just not clear. So I went out and I got a MacBook, an I, a MacBook Air. And while it doesn't have the retina display that the iPad has, it has an enhanced display. It's much easier for me to read. <laughs> the thing that I'm going to talk about is I just bought a case for it. I had read about it online. Actually, I have to credit Oprah. Oprah talked about it last Christmas as one of her favorite things. And it's uh, by a company called 12 South. Their website is 12south.com. You have to spell out the word 12. And what it is, is it's a, you have to have some sort of Mac device. They make this for iPhones, iPads, MacBook, MacBook Pro, and MacBook Air. And what it is, is it's a travel case, and it looks like an antique book. It's got a zipper all the way around it, but if you didn't, as a matter of fact, when I first took it out of the box, John looked at it and he said, "Um, are you going to be casting spells, Harry? (laughs) It looks like something out of Harry Potter. It's, it's beautiful. It doesn't it look. It, I, I've got it here on the desk. I noticed in front it of immediately. Me. It looks like an antique book you would find in the library. I thought uh, I was going to get to sniff it, but it's not a real book. But it does smell like one. It, it smells like of, leather. It does. It smells like leather. It's made out of leather. It's it's very very strong, um, but it not only keeps your gadget safe. They discuss on the website that it also sort of adds a certain level of protection because if someone was walking into the room I don't think anyone would look at this and think oh there's a computer Mm-mm. it looks like I brought an old library book mm-hmm. with me so it's the thing I just purchased recently that I really kind of like a lot I like the way it looks I like the functionality of it and I'm really happy with it it's called the Mac book book <laughs> book book the Mac book book right and again, you can buy it. The they just came out with the iPhone four, and that not only makes it. It's not only a case for your iPhone. It's also your wallet. Then it's. Be- I want that. It looks really adorable and looks like a tiny little book. It does. It looks like a little <laughs> book you little would book. keep in your pocket. And one side is your wallet, and the other side holds mm, your phone. It's cool, Danica. This is all you. She's obsessed with books too. Like she doesn't. She won't buy a Kindle or anything. She's just like me. So it's right up her alley. So that's my recent thing. Excellent. Teresa, do you have one? I do. Um, it's something new I just discovered in the last week. Max has been touting it for I don't know how long now, and I finally caved. The oven? Yes. Paper. <laughs> Netflix. Oh, okay. And I don't know how I got along without my little 22 minutes of Dick Van Dyke before bed every night. <laughs> or, you know, just a fun little... Are you doing it on your computer? Um, I'm doing mainly on my iPad. 
so far? Am I just doing the? I don't get DVDs or anything. I don't either. Everything I do, I use it too. There's a lot that I wish they had that they don't have. I mean, they'll yeah. put in a show I want to watch, and it's they're not like there. not available. Right. Not available. It doesn't have the same library, but it's still pretty cool. And we talked about the the what's the Apple thing? Apple TV. Apple TV. If you have a Netflix account now. Just access Netflix through the Apple TV. So there's no other way to do it on the TV other than you can Apple. buy a Netflix-enabled device. Like we have a TiVo that has Netflix on it, and we also have a DVD player that can also be Netflix-enabled. Doesn't the PlayStation pick it up sometimes? Yeah, too? PlayStation. Yeah. The Wii has it as well. There are some TVs. Okay. We have the Samsung Smart TV, and right. it's, it's built into it. Well, my TV's like I said, ancient. Yeah, not Mitsubishi. But I'm saying if you're not going to get a new TV. <laughs> 99 bucks for the Apple TV right. and now you can watch your shows on, Do you consi- but you need she needs a HDMI cable for Apple TV I don't know if you're oh lord you're spouting you're, technology oh that's right she does HDMI. and this, I don't think they know. have an HDMI to rabbit ears converter <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just incredibly happy with it on the iPad, and Stella and I are. She's like, "Let's watch Shirley Temple. Let's watch Dick Van Dyke. Oh, Let's, fun. you know." And then just old movies that I don't know. It's just I, right now I've just got a, f- a month free. I don't know if I'm going to go on after that. I probably will. I don't know. But. I was late to the Netflix. So we're train, and yeah. I think it's it's really a very excellent service. That's it out is, there. it really especially. Is. I, I like it. I would never order my DVDs that way. That's not how I. How you roll? Well, it's not how I. I don't know about you. Do you plan on a a DVD like Thursday night? No, no, no. No, it's I'm like, just like you're okay. talking about the mail delivery right. service. Yeah. I, I could yeah. never plan that far in advance. Mm-hmm. I don't. We usually, if we think we want to watch a movie like off of a DVD, we go to the Red Box. Right. Kevin's more like, okay, let's see what they have on either uh, iTunes, because you can do that through the Apple TV, or on Netflix, and we'll scroll through them, and he goes, oh, that's what I want to see. I, that's what I do. I just kind of go scroll through it. I, we, have, we have a new television when we moved into the new house, and we have this little $99 box from Apple TV, and if you consume any kind of media through iPad or things like that, iPhone, it's terrific. If you buy a movie through iTunes... Your, you can download an app to your iPad or your iPhone, and it becomes the remote for your television. You oh, can wow. sit and what, run mm-hmm. the television from That's your so iPad. Cool. Oh, it's Lord. Like, yeah, the gadgets just... Are, they They're building on each other, exactly. yeah. Now you have this, and you can put this to it. And now we all have to go kill Skynet. Um, and I, you know, I've talked about TiVo forever. I love TiVo. TiVo now has a mobile site, and you can go to TiVo's mobile site, and you can set your TiVos up at home, to record shows. Hmm. John was so excited that he was fixing the TiVo in Hawaii. Yeah. I see. Like get flipping out. I gotta go get it. We were we were kayaking when uh, when the Casey Anthony verdict was being announced. I'm like, okay, great. I'm always in front of my you know uh, computer or something. And so we we're like in the middle of Wakaiva Springs trying to tell our sitter how to program our TV to record it because I thought I'd want to see it. <laughs> But if I could have done it with my phone, that would have been awesome. Well, John, can you clean your floors from Hawaii? I probably could if I really thought about with it. With your little... We, we know people who have done the whole... Tower. You can do your whole house set up to be remotely mm. controlled from your phone. This is the future. This it's is now. It's now. The future say, is now. <laughs> I have a product that no one should buy. Oh. The gyro bowl. Have you seen the commercials oh, for the gyro I've bowl? I've seen that. Oh, is that the thing where the little kid's yeah, bowl tips over? And, and it's you supposed bought to, it? Yeah, Corey bought two of them. Well, I found them for like really cheap, like both of them for oh, eight yeah. bucks on yeah, eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they come, 
We try them out. They totally are not spill-proof. And our kids... Were they like walking they're around? Not, they're not spill-proof. They're not, spill not throw-proof. No. The, um, no, Ferris and Finley know how to take them apart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the thing just... I mean, as soon as you give it to them, like, they might eat a few, and then they're like, what? Yeah. Like, and they throw yeah, it, it lands on the ground, it goes into three pieces. I think that's just as important as knowing what a good product is yeah. when something's yeah. not good. Corey loves as seen on TV products, and most oh. of the time, I do. Buys, I love that store. Most of the you time, got a bump it? No, we don't have. Bump you know, it. I have a bump no. it. Yeah, right. But <laughs> most I the love time, that store. They're, they're decent. We like them. They work. I have the strap perfect, you know, like for your bra strap. Does that work? Yes, it does. I wondered about that. And, you know, a couple of other different things. But <laughs> you didn't have any accessories to talk the about. The gyro bowl. What else did you buy on a scene TV? He has the, the petty foot thing. You do your own. Oh, petty. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Petty egg. egg. Yeah, the pet egg. Pet egg. Strap perfect. Stella wants that little egg shaped. Um, brush have you seen that it's no. like a little looks like a little kidney see i have so many inventions in my head that i wish i can just get out there so when i see something really cool on tv i'm like no nah, that'll never work oh that's oh, really cool hercules. i want it we gave uh, his sister hercules hooks and she hercules says they hooks were great. are cool how Those about work. jammy jeans or whatever them things are have you seen them? Jeans. pajama jeans right, pajama so i have a question <laughs> for you Corey. do you buy them on tv or do you go to the store and look for them in the websites SM? well you know if i'm in the store i see it i you know, I end up buying it there, but I always, I always like to find the best deal. Like I knew that I could find something on eBay, even brand new. I have like a chop perfect thing. Last year at Christmas time, Florida Mall had an as seen on TV store. There's but one. But usually of the you don't get that. Too. You don't get those deals. Like if you call up and you get two now, and and then they say, you know, <laughs> call now, not available in stores. It's, Can you do that a, commercial? It'll be at Walgreens oh, we've next had, week. We've had sham wows. Yeah, we come on. Them. You, you get two boxes of sham wows for 19.99. Just yeah. shipping and handling for each second pair. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then the you go to Walgreens box. or CVS, and there's an as seen on TV aisle. Yeah. The yeah. second box of sham wow costs you even more than the first one because the shipping and handling is like twenty dollars. I'm sure Nikki has bumpets. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she does, <laughs> as all girls from Jersey. John wanted to get the pasta cooker. You that p- looked interesting. You I got p- some little weird egg cooker years you ago. You can't cook an egg, or you can't cook oh, pasta. I was just going to say, really John, it's a pot with boiling water. <laughs> I don't need anything more fancy than a pot. I have a microwave bacon cooker. You, you lay the straps out. Oh, so you they don't like have to put them on. They're like hanging there like noodles. Corey has a microwave egg cooker. I buy everything online. Like I like I bought it the the Tassimo yesterday. So I just go online, I Google it, then I go into the shopping tab, and then I compare, make sure I get the the free shipping and plus no tax. And so it ends up coming out so much cheaper than buying it in the store. We're just no gyro bowls, people. No gyro bowls. I have a problem with though. I like to do the tactile experience. Like I like to go and purchase it and walk out with it. Mm. Well, see, I, you know, I, I get a little antsy. I'm like, all right, when's it going to arrive? Right. Okay, I got my UPS email, and then I track it, and I do. My, <laughs> it's so, I do that. It's so much fun. Like trying I do to, that. like trying to, you wait for the UPS what? man. Following talk, Santa on Christmas. Talking, really is. talking about that though, when you have kids and you don't want to take them to the store. And hassle over all the things you don't need. I did all my school supply shopping online this oh. year. Got free shipping. I don't believe I paid much tax. I don't know, but it, but it was so bizarre. It, it went shopped shipped, shopped at Walmart online. Got my school list. You I know, didn't have to mess with, with, with electronics. I usually do like my um, my research on YouTube. I watch a lot of. Um, open box uh, videos and watch people actually using not the commercial videos, but people actually using their their stuff. I did not 
do that with the gyro bowl. I mean, eight bucks. You know, it's you win some, you lose some. I'm willing it's to plastic. lose it eight dollars. But you know, when you spend two hundred plus Someone dollars on beads something, out of it. sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I think Kathy, did you get a chance to tell us it? Yeah, I forgot what it was already. Um, her Diz Keurig. recommendations. Yeah. It was her uh, recommendations on Apple TV. Wasn't the beads? No. The Diz is her accessory. All right, the Diz. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that email. That was interesting. I that could have been a show. Really? Could have been a show. I also think, just as a side note, that one day we could go around and talk about, because we all bring something different to drink, always. Like, John's over there with his fancy water. <laughs> yeah, really? What's that about? I've been watching you drink out of your Perrier it's bottle. A Perrier, it's a Perrier bottle that I reuse, and I fill it with tap water. Okay. Like what's, what's he doing over there with his little pinky in the air drinking his Perrier? I got my... Oh. I just got my water. I think that would be a good segment, too, one day. I agree. I think that would be interesting. Talk about maybe what we like to eat and drink. Ooh, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. All right. Well, that'll do it for the email edition of the Diz Unplugged. Um, I forgot to do it in the beginning of the show. If you send us your emails or your voicemails and we use them on the show, you can win a pin or lanyard. Again, I want to just say we are out of pins at the moment. We are having them made, so don't come down on Miss Julie if you don't get your pin anytime soon. And uh, we have an 800 number somewhere, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> podcast at www.info. If you want to email us, podcast at www.info.com. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you guys for being emails and participating. And we hope you join us next week.